This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. I half want to shower. I'm half in love with some of them. <laughs> okay, am I the asshole for suggesting my seven-year-old name his new stuffed tiger Tig Bitties? <laughs> Already obsessed. <laughs> So in today's episode, we are doing the very first Ask Us Anything of season four. We're so excited. We're going to react to some of your Tinder nightmares. I can't wait for that. Uh, And guess what? It will include phrases like, I like long walks on the beach and anal. (laughs) I can't wait to get into that. Not literally get into that, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, that was so good. Right? I'm I'm on good form today. Oh my god, right, yeah, let's crack on. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't because we've both seen the first question. <laughs> if you're thinking what is going on, we've, we've just seen the first question and uh, me and Lauren had a, our first argument recently. It, almost. I, well, I, I can't talk about it, Laura. I really she can't. ignored me for like two days. <laughs> She did. She ignored me for two days. She would not voice note. We voice note most days. I didn't talk to you. I was so angry. (laughs) It's very important. So the first question that we've got in is, have you seen anything good recently? Lauren, have you seen anything good recently? Because I haven't. (laughs) Yes, you have. You are wrong. (laughs) You have seen it. (laughs) Right, this is so funny. Like, we all know that Laura and I differ on so many of our preferences. Most things. things. (laughs) But this has been probably the most divisive one yet. I cannot understand it and I'm still upset if I'm honest. (laughs) Build a bridge, get over it. The Little Mermaid. I saw your review about it before I went to go and see it. So I was sat there with my friend, my other friend and her daughter and I was like, right, it's going to get shit in a minute. Laura says it's going to get shit. So we must get shit in a minute. Is it it now? Is it now? Well, that was wonderful. Is it coming? And at the end of it, and me and Stacey just looked at each other. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) I just thought visually it was very dark. Maybe it was our cinema. I don't know, but people were leaving, babes. It wasn't just me. I think that's... They must have gone to the toilet and come back. People packed up all their stuff and they left. That's so weird. I'm telling you now. Because the two times I saw it, people were loving it. And it got busier. The second time was busier than the first time because word of mouth got round. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you one thing I am actually... I don't know if excited is the right word. I'm sure you are literally creaming your pants over it. (laughs) Barbie movie oh my god I'm so excited I am so excited I have honestly like I know we can't even talk about it I have just been (laughs) I have been in like proper Barbie mode for like two months three months I'm so excited because I think it's actually gonna be fabulous but I tell you what I've really liked Laura Adlington has been the kind of Barbie fashion that's been everywhere. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? I've even quite liked seeing it's it. It's just been fabulous. Yeah. It's pink everything. Everyone's doing pink things. I do love it. I also, <laughs> I read something the other day that if Barbie had was actually a real life person, she wouldn't be able to walk because her breasts would make, would make her fall on the floor. <laughs> I understand, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really like the kind of the history of the Barbie, but I, I have heard that it kind of does turn things on its head a little bit or like kind of question the beauty standards uh, I'm cautiously optimistic and yeah I can't wait to hear what you all think of it and most importantly what you Lauren Smith think of it 
I think I'm just going to love it because I just love all the things. If the press tour fashion is anything to go by and the attention to detail that every single actor has had on that red carpet portraying different Barbies from the last 50, 60 years, I, I don't know. I'm so I basically I don't know if you know this Laura but basically I modeled my house on the Barbie house Ta-da! so I'm very excited <laughs> did you actually <laughs> no, I did course, not know this of course I serious? didn't but basically I live in a house that's full of oh. pink loveliness so I am um, basically I live in the Barbie house and I can't wait okay so Lauren I'm gonna ask you what things have you achieved or learned this year that have given you more confidence oh that's such a good question thank you to whoever asked that I think one of the biggest things that has transformed everything for me is just putting my mental health first. And that's so like very blase to say, and you know, someone who's single and child-free and lives alone, my life is basically putting myself first all the time. But I put myself first all the time. I mean my mental well-being. So like I have tried to tackle my relationship with food and binge eating and I have tried to move my body more and all that kind of stuff. And a few months in now, and I've got more confidence than I did before. Like it's actually something you said to me, Laura, about like how you used to put in, I block out your lunch hour as like to do something for you. So I block out that lunch hour. I go out for a walk before work. I'm sorry, I'm going to be 10 minutes late to work that day. If I wake up in the morning and I feel like fucking shit, I need to get out. I need to do something for myself. I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And I just think that's more important. But then the direct result of that has been, I've got more confidence because I feel better. Like my brain just, Mm. oh, the brain fog has lifted and it's lovely. And that's given me so much more confidence. And I love that. How about you? I think for me, like the biggest challenge of this year definitely has been like writing and finishing the book. And I think there were so many times, you know, we talk about imposter syndrome quite a lot on the Mm. show. But I think for me, it was one of those things of like, I don't know why I've got this book deal. I can't do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. Such a silly ghost. Thank you. Well, can I just also say just really quickly, a slight divergent that Lauren was an absolute angel when it came to she was (laughs) proofreading for me. And like, she was like ruthless in not ruthless, I was ruthless. just really honest in some no you weren't you were you were she was so worried that she upset she was every like, note she made she's like sorry 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 she messaged me like are we still friends I was like yes I need this <laughs> anyway she would like every time she liked something she'd be like oh my god this is amazing I love it and it just really kept me going towards the Aww. end so I just wanted to say thank yes. you and I love you I for love that. you too but yeah just handing the book in because it was definitely one of those things of like I can't do it I can't do it and to actually hand it in and not only hand it in but be really so so proud of it was like just felt like a huge achievement for me this year so yeah mate I've literally put everything into it so I've got nothing left I've got nothing left <laughs> US listeners would be like what it's a soap opera Ian Bill there's a famous scene we'll share it on our Instagram we say, I've got <laughs> nothing left. left it's a meme it goes around every every year oh my god Laura you should be so proud of yourself I can't guys what I read was sensational and when I was going through and going yes oh my god I could like I can envisage people reading it and the reaction they're going to have to it and especially if they perhaps don't even follow you on Instagram or don't even listen to the podcast and they're hearing some of that stuff for the first time like it's oh it's gonna be so good I'm so proud of you for that thank you mate and I'm so proud of you for how far you've come like I feel like you're a, a different Lauren now I think I just think everything that you've like had to face this year with like work and like other things and like you just taking ownership of that and like doing exercise for your mental health and I just love seeing you happy and do you know I was um every time I listen to uh, Lizzo special I think of you and I cry and I 
I genuinely mean that because I know how when we were at the, it was really at the concert yeah. that made me think because I think you were a bit emotional and I think I was as well but it's that line where she says I'm so glad that you're still with us broken but dang you're still perfect and oh no, I just got chills <laughs> sorry I can't sing like I just know how far you've come and how much you've overcome and how what a dark place you were in and every time I hear that I like not overly religious I thank God for you and I just I feel so proud of you and I just I'm so happy that you are in a happier place (laughs) it was it was that song wasn't it and then I I think I was just crying whether you knew I was or not and then you hugged me I noticed and I was just oh bless you you're so sweet and then yeah you hugged me and I was like fuck this is like that's intense and and yeah, there's been some like a, a bit of a, a recent trigger with stuff. So probably why I'm a little bit more emotional than before, like I would be. But yeah, it's it's really nice. And I like that perhaps, you know, with building a community online and with this podcast, hopefully you can, I can use that power for good and then be an example to people who are going through something bad that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Because like we've spoken before again about both of us really struggling with, God, our brains telling us very, very dark and horrible things. But we're not there anymore and we've come through that and like it's really nice to perhaps you know what I needed maybe in those moments was was someone saying mate I've been there you know I've wanted to not be here and all those things but I'm still here and it's going to get better and it's nice so that's really nice thank you so much you made me cry you're so I just- fabulous I just wanted to tell you that Thank I should have probably you. told you that on a voice note private. <laughs> but every time I hear that song, which is a lot, because I love Lizzo, <laughs> we know this, I always think of you and I always cry and I always just Aww. think how grateful I am that you are still with us oh, and babes. you are perfect. Okay, should we move on? Because we've got like loads of questions and we're really dragging these out, aren't we? <laughs> we <laughs> Sorry, are. everyone. It's so good. Right, okay, I have a question. I'm still going to get emotional. And also, by the way, Laura, I think you're fucking fabulous and i just love you so much um oh, just love you right okay my question to you is this is a really good one interesting one i, I want to know mm. your answer to this have you got any advice for dealing with jealousy i'm feeling like i'm constantly comparing myself to my friends oh i really this is something i really struggle with i think more so when i was younger than now to be fair But I think it is so easy to think like someone has it better, someone's prettier, someone has it easier, someone's whatever. And actually, like, I do think that perspective is a really good thing. Like, if you can kind of get a hold on that and also think that, like, there are literally millions of people that would kill to be in your position and like other whether it's about looks or financial situation Mm. or family situation or whatever. I think it's about trying to find the joy in like your own life and focus on you and that doesn't mean like being selfish although I think we need to be selfish sometimes it's literally just making like I think someone who is truly happy and content doesn't necessarily always have those feelings of jealousy I don't think Mm. and I think that that so it's important I think to do a bit of like work on yourself be compassionate about yourself and when you do find yourself like comparing literally just stop and think like hey this is not cool like I would never say this about my friend or somebody else so why am I doing it to myself I love that I think that's perfect and I also think you know jealousy or envy is a very natural human uh, behavior and reaction to things but I think yeah as you said if you get some perspective don't dwell on those things too much because you'll spend your life wishing for other things and not enjoy the things that you've got So I know we've spoken a lot about this Mm -hmm. before, but sex is such a 
oh, like it can be such an awkward yeah. topic, can't it, to talk about. And I feel like sex education in the UK is not the best, to be honest with you. I did not have the best sex education. It was very limited and it was all about the kind of the functional thing over mm-hmm. the kind of like the feelings and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I grew up not really knowing much about sex and I kind of like just learned from porn, which we'll come on to in a minute, which is why I'm like genuinely really excited that we are partnering up with Beducated, uh, who are sponsoring this episode. Oh God, mate, same. Because you know me, the exact opposite. I want to talk about sex all the time and I find no awkwardness with it. <laughs> and I'm with you. I'm so pleased that we've got this partnership. So uh, let me tell you about Beducated. So they offer online sex education courses that are all about your pleasure, which is just so Woo-hoo. good. And exploring your sexuality in a safe, judgment-free zone. Oh, just fantastic. They have over 100 courses from the world's top experts with so much to choose from. So all the sexual basics are covered, like the different types of female orgasm, how to give the best blowjob and different sex position ideas. Or if you want to get a bit more adventurous, there are also courses on lap dancing, choking and learning how to squirt. Things I never thought I'd hear you say on this podcast. Honestly, this is maybe my favourite ad read we've ever done. I get to say the words, learning how to squirt. Love it. I so wish I had this, like, growing up and I'm so glad that we have it now but Mm. gosh this was just missing from my entire life anyway (laughs) uh, it's not just about learning the skills the focus is is really on your pleasure as Lauren said and your experience of sex which I think is brilliant so yeah there are also courses on sexual confidence understanding your sexual orientation and even things like endometriosis and menopause and I also love that there's such a variety of sex educators to choose from including one iconic woman called Luna Matatus who has courses on things like mindful presence during sex and there's one called plus size sexy skills sign me up it's amazing like i'm so chuffed that this is a thing honestly i can't tell you yeah and i love that it's so easy to navigate it kind of reminds me a little bit of like uni and that it's set up with different modules and it's explicit enough to give you tips that you can actually try without it being like pornographic which if you're a prude like me is is kind of welcomed <laughs> So if all of this wasn't enough, um, they have given us an exclusive deal just for our Go Love Yourself listeners. So if you would like to try out Beducated, head to beducated.com and use our code GOLOVE for 40% off your yearly pass. So that's beducated.com. So B-E-D-U-Cated. Basically, it's educated with a B at the start, .com. And then the code is GOLOVE, which will give you access to Beducated's entire library for just $10 a month. So go for it, everyone. Enjoy. <laughs> all right one for you any advice for being more compassionate with yourself the best thing i can say and i say this on instagram quite a lot is think of the way would you say the things that you're saying to yourself to your best friend to your family member no then why the hell are you talking to yourself like that and i see it all the time and and what's really interesting is that i'll post a, a photo or a video or something and someone will say, oh my God, you look so great. I could, you know, I've, I've got a big time and I could never wear stuff like that. And because I'm so like this, this, this and disgusting and I hate myself and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, my goodness, you don't even know me. To, you know, on paper, I'm a stranger on the internet. Yet you're being kinder to me than you are to yourself. Mm. And you've got to live with yourself, people. Like this is it. It's you and you forever. It's a really shitty life if you just spend it at war with yourself. And if you, and if you don't, love yourself it's not even about loving yourself even liking yourself loving yourself is a lot of work accepting or yeah accepting yourself it's easier said than done but 
talk to yourself in the same way you talk to your family and friends. Amen to that. Oh, oh, I like this one. Are you ready? What are some of your biggest red flags or deal breakers when it comes to relationships and friendships? Mm, that is a very good That's question. That's very interesting. For me, I would say the biggest deal breaker is somebody who doesn't understand like mental health. Like I've had friends Ooh. in the past when I've been going for a really bad time and one person I don't actually speak to anymore because she's like, oh, if things aren't that bad. Oh. I'm like okay so oh, right. and I'm cured <laughs> yeah and I just don't think like Matt I will have to say this like, I love Matt dearly but he he isn't always he doesn't really understand anxiety and depression but he he does try yeah. um I for me I, I yeah I couldn't put up with someone that was like oh man up you know yeah. cheer up go over it that's that for me is a red flag what about you one massive deal breaker for me in relationships I found is someone that doesn't share my values especially on some like key mm. social issues now like me and my friends talk about this quite a lot um because i am so very liberal so very left on a lot of my perceptions and, and views of things rightly so my friends have put it out lauren you and probably you know you might not find a dude out there who is the exact same as you and i you know there are some like you can maybe have differences of opinion slightly but there are some things to me that aren't a difference of opinion it's a matter of right and wrong mm. and i yeah and i just Agreed. think I found something on TikTok recently and it was fantastic. And it was like this whole thing of like, oh, you haven't got a boyfriend yet, babe. I can get a boyfriend in two seconds. What I'm potentially looking for, if I was to have them, is the father of my child. Would I want the father of my child to be teaching my children those particular morals? Mm. Absolutely fucking not. Mm. That's just for me. But I think as the older yeah. I get, that's what I'm, that's a, like a deal breaker for me. Totally. You're so principled, aren't you? Mm. I love, it's one of the things <laughs> I love most about you. I know. I'm very principled. My mother's like, for God's sake, Lauren, people are allowed an opinion. I'm like, no, they're not, mum. Not when they're wrong. Not when they're wrong. <laughs> I couldn't be friends with or tolerate anyone in my life that was like racist, homophobic, transphobic. Like, I've no time for it. No. No time Can't for it Can't be my friend. I'm not going to fuck you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Politics though, what about politics? Because I think I'm I, I'm very Switzerland. Like I've got splinters on my ass from sitting on the fence too much sometimes when it comes to politics. I've just, I, the whole thing like annoys me, frustrates me. I'm a bit like over it. I don't really honestly feel like I sit in either camp to be quite honest with you. Mm. But I will, because you're so left wing, would you ever date someone? <laughs> I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> Why am I even asking? Would you? I don't, that I'm less, <sighs> I'm less like about because I have dated a Tory in the past. <laughs> oh my anyway. God. Was that what you're counselling for, was it? <laughs> no, but then, you know, it's it's a part of them. It depends where they sit on these, you know, moral and social issues. And there are some things, as somebody who's worked with the NHS for seven years, like it's very, very difficult to have that compassion with somebody who perhaps doesn't feel the same you do about public services and stuff like that that sounds i mean how fucking romantic is that but that's just the reality of of life so i i would be less black and white about it but but only gray so <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's kind of what I expected to be fair. Oh, I like this question. How do you work with the wardrobe you have if you've put on weight and can't afford new clothes? Oh, what a question. Why, we haven't really spoken about this that much. It's a, that is honestly such a hard question, especially in the current climate. It is clothes. Everything's gone up. Oh, God. And sometimes oftentimes like clothes are seen as a luxury, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Because we need to put food on the table. We need to heat the house. Potentially look at Vinted as an option. Potentially look at alterations as well. That might be an alternative that's cheaper to buy oh, new. You don't have to get rid of the things that don't fit you if you don't want to, although I'm a big advocate for that. But put them maybe away 
and then make it like clear what you have got and what does fit so then you know what to kind of like pair it with I think would be my sort of that's a really good idea that would be a painful process when you go through all your clothes and they don't fit but then just get rid of them or sell them then use that money Mm -hmm. to go towards some new outfits and like Laura said it doesn't have to be particularly expensive and honestly I cannot recommend charity shops boot fairs Vintage, Depop, eBay, any of those secondhand places, go and you can find some fantastic things for like a couple of quid would be my total recommendation. But sell what you've got and use that money Definitely. towards stuff that you really want to wear. This is an interesting one. Is it normal to feel embarrassed about how my vagina slash pubic area looks? I feel like mine looks fat. Uh, 100,000% that's normal. Let's think about where the majority of us see like vaginas and vulvas in the world. And that is porn. And those are women who are employed to do that. They look a certain way, right? And that's absolutely nothing wrong with them. And then also just to reiterate, there's nothing wrong with you. They're like snowflakes and they're fabulous. And I remember a TV show, it must've been like 15 years ago and it was it was the first time I'd ever really seen like vaginas and vulvas on screen and it was showing all these different women and what they looked like and I just like oh my god I'm normal like because they were all so different and some looked like mine some didn't some looked like this some and it was just like oh my god fabulous so yes it's completely normal to not love it but please rest assured you are wonderful and normal and fabulous yeah completely agree I I really like sometimes think oh I really don't like mine either because mm. I think oh it's like really fat and chunky and you know what it is and now I just like it's not my favorite thing mm. I just accept it and go well that's what it is that's what it looks yeah. like exactly does it really matter in the grand scheme of things like does it really matter like no one's gonna stand up at your funeral and go she had a really fat vagina <laughs> like they're just not are they no matter, no mate. exactly and you know if it's a case of worrying what somebody else will think about it trust me they don't care don't let that be oh, something else on the list that you have to, you know, think that you need to worry about. I can assure you don't. As long as you are healthy, that's the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, Laura, I have a question for you now because I don't think I could answer this one. So one of our lovely listeners has said, my partner and I are struggling to communicate. It feels like we're ships passing in the night and we're tired from work and dealing with our own crap and we end up taking it out on each other. Have you got any advice on how to deal with that? And how do I know if it's something to work through or when it's time to call it quits? Oh, mate, first of all, sorry that you're going through that. That sounds horrible and very stressful, especially if you have got other crap, as you said, going on. I think communication is like, probably the most fundamental part of a relationship so like the fact that that isn't working like is like not great I would say and I think that counselling is a fantastic option to kind of like get people talking I think sometimes again I don't want to throw him out under the bus here but talking communication not his strongest point whereas I'm a chatty cafe <laughs> and I'll just be like should we talk about it should we talk and he's just like no what's there to talk about and I'm like no 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 come on let's talk everything mm-hmm. through so I can only speak from personal experience that like I think sometimes some people don't find it as easy as others so in that situation I don't know I'm just saying that if that is a sort of similar case with you maybe it's you that kind of finds it hard to communicate as well or you're just not connecting having someone else help and kind of facilitate that like communication skills and style might be really really beneficial for you and I feel like babes I feel like you know when you know you know it's what you then do with that because how many of us have been in a relationship when we know in our heart of hearts in our gut that it's not right that ending a relationship a marriage or whatever oh sweet Jesus like Laura said try but you deserve to be very happy 
So the last question, and this is something that I keep getting asked about you constantly. Oh, do you? I do. It's <laughs> for an update <laughs> on your dating life. <laughs> oh dear. Are you oh. ready to be let down, everybody? As I said at the beginning of our little Q&A, I've been putting my mental well-being first. And as I've said before, that does not include dating because it is such an emotional roller coaster. And I'm like, I just don't need it right now. I'm really sorry. Um, On a serious note, though, I am really pleased that you're prioritising your well-being bef- like above that. Boys. I think that's wonderful. But I have good feelings and vibes for you. I have good feelings for you. <laughs> Pace, I have good feelings for you too. <laughs> take this offline (laughs) (laughs) take this offline i cannot i have been in like 74 corporate meetings today and i just want to hurt you (laughs) oh it's gone from i have feelings to i want to hurt you cool cool cool. thanks love you too and however even though i'm not dating we did ask on our instagram about some tinder nightmares right we asked for basically like the worst pickup lines mate I admit my opinion of the male species can often be quite low. It's not about to get much higher with these these openers. Are you ready? Oh my God, I've just read the first one and I actually feel sick. Lovely listeners, lovely, wonderful listeners. The first one is, I'd suck off your dad just to get a taste of what you're made of. (laughs) I don't find that funny. I find that really offensive. And if someone said that to me, I would honestly block immediately. It's disgusting. Oh, they'd get fully blocked but that's fucking hilarious I, this isn't disgusting hilarious yeah it's gross honestly like you need to like get in the bin you need to get in the bag of dicks what do they expect the response to be though like cool i'll just go and grab him <laughs> oh <Dad>. my god <laughs> okay should we move on oh, yes please <laughs> one of our listeners told us that uh she got told her tits look like phil and grant mitchell from eastenders <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think that just means they're like nice and round, right? And it's not the dirty talk we're after, but it did make me laugh. We also had, would you like to, ri- oh God, <laughs> would you like to ride my meat bus? What the fuck is a meat bus? Even the actual literal connotation of a bus full of meat is not cute. <laughs> it's not, is it? Like, oh yes, please. Get me off at the first stop. Stop. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Off, please, driver. This is a great one. <laughs> oh, no. I like big breasts and you have two. <laughs> okay. Wow. Jesus. I get, I get, like, honestly, not that this hasn't happened recently, but back in the day when I like, on dating apps, <laughs> you just get guys and they'd match with you and be like, nice tits. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's, I think I can trump that one because I've just read this and I think this is my favourite. Um, it's so romantic. Are you ready? I'm ready. Your hair is brown like a twig. <laughs> oh my God, I think I've had that before. I'm not, I'm actually, really? not, I'm actually genuinely not kidding. I think someone said that to me before. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, is it the same boy? Can you imagine that on like a hair dye packet, like twig brown. <laughs> twig brown. Probably. Twig. It could have been anything. Could have been anything but twig. Twig's what yeah. I went for. Oh my God, this is the best one. My name is Fred and I like long walks on the beach at sunset and anal. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a sunset anal, Fred, honestly? Fair enough, Fred. (laughs) Whatever fuck you should vote me. Uh, Laura, the last one that I can say, because again, I think I'm honestly, this is making me feel a bit sick and very much like I made the right decision in not dating in 2023. Best chat up line of the day. 
I want to put your feet in custard. <laughs> okay. What and then then do what with it? Put it in a trifle? Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not kink shaming anyone, but people are weird. That is too <laughs> fucking much. <laughs> Uh, but also, Laura, did you know that on Hinge, which is one of the better apps, by the way, everyone, if you are dating, uh, the guys that I've met and dated in the last year have all been from Hinge. So I would recommend uh, there's a feature now we can add like a voice note. Now, my understanding is that our lovely producer, Fion, has got a couple that we can react to. And I'm very excited about this. <laughs> if there's any justice in the world, oh, hello, <laughs> I would be a man. You would be my girl. That sounds like a serial killer. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. <laughs> I suppose I would like to write a book. No. Um, perhaps something about the schism or something like that. Oh, fuck off. Definitely a history Ooh, oriented. Oh, great. Well, history. I'm going to make the sound lines look like a penis. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> There's probably cooler guys on Hinge. There's probably hotter guys on Hinge. But there's not a single one oh, out like there this. that will treat you like I will. Oh, it's Would you like a cool. sweetie? A, a sweetie? A sweetie. These are smarties. An absolutely stupendous confectionery. Is that Chris Eubank? Oh, wubba bub bub. This is my impression of Severus Snape at a pub quiz when the question asked is, what's the profession of someone who makes the vat of clay? Potter. Potter, Potter, Potter. I've heard him, I've Chanel. heard him. Chanel. She's an African Yeah, I felt very uneasy from the very beginning. Um, she was eating her salad with her hands. <laughs> hey ladies, I'm Austin, I'm 23. I'm looking for a lovely lady to take out for a nice drink or two. And this is my profile. <laughs> this is I like it. Good tune, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to go shower. Do you? That's honestly, that's just. I half want to shower. I'm half in love with some of them. <laughs> really? Waiting for a start to fall. That yes. makes me so happy to be married. <laughs> and want us to do it all. I'm sorry. Look, I don't want to it. sound like an arsehole. I feel but... like if you're single, you've got to learn to find the funny in these things because that's the level yeah. that we're dealing with here, Laura. I feel for you, mate. <laughs> I really <laughs> do. Better you than me. I couldn't do it. But like the Harry Potter guy, like Potter. Like I can't do it. I can do a Draco. I can't do a Snape. Um, Go on then, do Draco. That was it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I don't, I don't really watch it. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I'm sure that's great. That's exactly how he sounds. I can do a great Hermione. Sure no, you, you can't. There must be another way. Smashed it. Um, so <laughs> love the confidence. <laughs> oh, oh then, God. I'll right, okay. It. This is why. This is why we're not dating, Laura. It's terrifying. <laughs> but that was hilarious. And good luck to those men. Some of those men. Some of those men need to not. I agree. I haven't sounded like the child catcher. Mm-hmm. Like, where's no sweetie? Sweetie. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was wonderful. I want to know, is there anything that someone could say that would like instantly make you fall in love with them on a voice note? I mean, yes. One, so I do like the guys that put the music on and they do like a welcome to my profile. I think that's quite funny. I had one guy. Really? Um, yeah, I think it's 
quite funny because it's like you actually listen to the music while you're going through their profile. And some dude did um, Careless Whisper and of like, just that, oh, just a nice, sometimes you need the little bit of the Careless Whisper. It was great. Obviously, you're going to talk about history. Just generally, if you're going to be very like funny and sassy, I could very easily fall in love with you. I think you just, you can crack out a lot more in a one minute voice note that you can on like, hi, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Well, how's your day going? Fuck um, off! I sound like a chicken, but you know what? I'll get, you get the vibe. <laughs> oh, Fionn, please, please repeat that and then make that into a thing on TikTok. <laughs> oh, do you know what's really sad? I either sound like a chicken when I do that or I sound like a seagull when I laugh. It's like, ha, 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 like it's not cool. <laughs> Oh. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why she's. <laughs> this is why I'm single, and this is why I don't have a voice note on my dating profiles. <laughs> no, you haven't got a boyfriend. I believe it, right? She sounds like different birds, and she goes to history lectures for fun. <laughs> Oh, that was very fun, though. That was fun. I enjoyed... Well, did I enjoy that? No. <laughs> Am I going to sleep well tonight? Are no. you happy with your life choices at yes. this point? There it is. There we go. That'll do Maybe I'll me. be a bit less mean to Matt this week. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt. Lucy didn't have to give you... Well, I'm assuming voice notes weren't a thing when you guys met. No, no. Literally, I think he messaged me and was like, I like your profile. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Do you know what's so funny? I wouldn't have responded to that. <laughs> so, no, I, it's only because I thought he looked cute and he was new. I thought, oh... He, I think he seemed like quite shy which he was oh, when I first met him and I was like okay we'll take a chance and obviously and yeah, his, his first message was literally I like your profile it was something like my the, on Plenty of Fish it said like there was a section that said first date and what it meant was like where would you go and like everyone was like there's zoo fucking hate zoos mm-hmm. animal cruelty not here for it let's move on but mine was like I was five and he was six something like that we rode on a horse made of yeah yeah, right and he thought it was funny so he was like that really made me laugh oh well that's and i was like okay so yeah that was that was his in oh the origin stories of laura and matt everyone (laughs) i stole it from someone else's profile (laughs) fuck yeah always no originality when it comes to dating privacy i've I've, mine is all stolen (laughs) i love that for you (laughs) i feel like i need to see your dating profile i want to have a name we can do tell you what tell you what everyone I promise that when I am ready to start dating later in the summer, probably, I would need to redo my profile because I haven't done it since we had Stephanie Burr on in season one, if you remember. Oh God, that's ages that, ago. Yeah, so some of my photos, I mean, I basically, I think I've looked the same. I haven't aged too much in a year and a half. Don't, don't say anything if you do, if you think otherwise. <laughs> so I can, I can do it here and I can go through and I can kind of be like, this is what's on my profile. Like maybe ask you some questions, see what you think. What photo shall I have? That's for the people brilliant. that might be, might be struggling with, with their dating. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Okay. That sounds like a good good compromise for the fact that I keep disappointing everyone by going, <laughs> no. Okay. Good news. We are back with some more Am I the Arseholes? And we have got some really good ones for you today. Are you ready? Always. Okay. Am I the arsehole for suggesting my seven-year-old name his new stuffed tiger Tig Bitties. <laughs> Already Tig bitties. obsessed. <laughs> My seven-year-old son recently got a new stuffed tiger and named him Tig. A classic. But everything went downhill when he asked me what his surname should be. And of course, I suggested his surname should be Bitties. So his name would be 
tig bitties. I've only just got it. Are you serious? <laughs> I know, I'm a bit slow, so it's a bit warm. Obviously, my son has no idea what it means, but it turns out he loved the surname and didn't want to change it. So now his new favourite toy is called Tig Biddies. I thought it was hilarious, but my wife is pissed and she's worried I'll cause trouble if he starts selling people his toy's name. Am I the arsehole? <laughs> Tig old biddies, like <laughs> Tig old biddies. I think that's funny. I think, yeah, long time dead, aren't you? you gotta have a laugh. Oh, yes, there is a bit of it's like, well, oh, he's seven. <laughs> if he doesn't understand, he doesn't know what it, it. means, though. Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. I don't have an opinion, I think, without having knowing many seven year olds. I don't know how they feel about I think it's hilarious. <laughs> What are you going, Laura? Not the arsehole. I think not an arsehole. Not I an think arsehole. it's just, I think it's just, just a bit of fun. Funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, right, we've got another one. This is a really cool one. So I'm going to read it on my phone. That was interesting to know one. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, am I the arsehole for scaring my sister-in-law with a giant cardboard cutout of the rock? <laughs> I'm already so excited. My sister-in-law is super nosy and our house is set up weirdly. So there's a door to our bedroom in the guest bathroom. So when she comes over and she goes to the bathroom, I suspect she's actually going into our bedroom. She denies it, but she takes ages in the bathroom and I heard the doors open and close. So the next time she came over, I decided to put something in our room to scare her into confessing. And what better than a Dwayne Johnson cardboard cutout? (laughs) So I went and ordered a full-size rock and placed it in our bedroom facing the bathroom door. About an hour into the visit, she heads to the bathroom and very shortly after, there's a scream, a thud and a door slam. She came out clearly angry. She'd been quite startled and slammed her arm into the door frame while turning away from the cutout. Her husband made it worse by asking, well, why were you in their bedroom? She's posted on Facebook that she has a big bruise on her arm as a result of my nasty prank. People are saying she could have been hurt worse and that she's too old to be the victim of a childish prank. I felt bad that she was hurt. It wasn't my intention, but I might be the arsehole because I still think it was hilarious. I think that's funny. That's fucking hilarious. Also, why are you going in their bedroom, you weirdo? Yeah, no, I think, obviously, obviously it's not great that she got hurt or anything, but that wasn't your intention. Your your intention was just to kind of have a bit of fun and like scare her a little bit. (laughs) So again, I would say lighten up a little bit. Also, I love that it was The Rock. I think the fact that it is the rock is so perfect because he 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 huge. So it just would have been this like presence. Oh, love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We really hope you enjoyed it and we'll be back with a new episode next week. But if you want more of us in the meantime, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Go Love Yourself Pod and join our Facebook group, Go Love Yourself Community. Or if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email golove at crowdnetwork.co.uk. You can also support the show by subscribing on Patreon or Apple Podcasts where you can get ad-free and early episodes for just £1 a week or you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Oh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We've loved it and we will see you next week. Bye! Crowd Network. A place where you belong.